Hey guys, you know what time it is. It's time for the Buy Back Black Business of the Week. Um, but first, I wanted to acknowledge the passing of an iconic woman, um, a staple, a pillar in the black community, Miss Cicely Tyson. Um, you will forever be missed and your legacy lives on with us, ma'am. And you are a brown, great, a groundbreaking, trailblazing, just magnificent um, model, uh, rep, a representative of, 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 of just us as a people. Um, and, and we show gratitude for all that you have um, contributed to um, the world of entertainment and to lives in general. Um, and, and you standing firm on who you are. So just sending condolences and, and prayers out to her family and those who were very close to her and just sending um, such an iconic person off um, with peace and love. Uh, she's also going to be our buyback business of the week. Um, she just released Miss Cicely Tyson. I got to show her respect. Just released her new book, um, Just As I Am, this month. So uh, definitely, it's her, it's her truth. And it's it's her depiction on what her life was and, 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 and what legacy she leaves behind. Um, so I'm definitely about to purchase it so I can uh, know a little bit more about her and uh, just see where she gathered her strength from um, and, and you know, what motivator would have pushed her. So, um, you know, definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, the book just dropped on the 26th of January, so definitely looking forward to that. Um, she thought that her new memoir, as a, she thought of it as a Christmas tree decorated with all the ornaments of her personal and professional life. Today, she has placed the last ornament on the star. So we, we, we also, we rest in peace, ma'am. Um, and um, let's get into the show, shall we? Damo coming with another episode for Mind Your Business. <laughs> because what? Your mind should forever and always be your business. It's first. What's up with y'all? Happy Friday, Friday. We made it through another week. Um, another, you know, another day here, another blessing, another opportunity to 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 get it right and to do right and, and, and to be nice and kind to yourself. Show your magic and walk in your black excellence. <laughs> so I'm feeling very, very, you know, very, very uh, pro-black today. Uh, but how y'all doing? How y'all been? Uh, I know I sound a little chipper this week just because uh, I worked through a lot of things and I've taken time, you know, to really... um 
kind of get myself back on track and, you know, slow progress, but nonetheless a progress, uh, a process. So that feels good. But how y'all been? You know, it's okay if you guys are like to pause the podcast and like talk back to me. It's nothing wrong with that. It's a-okay. I actually encourage it. <laughs> talk back to me, people. Uh, yeah, so, you know. Not not much going on new in our world. I mean, well, there is. I know something happened with the stock market. Like, it didn't crash. I know that. But I know something happened with some hedge fund people. Because I was laughing about that on Twitter. Um, President Biden. Yeah. <laughs> President Biden has uh, begun to work on some new policies and setting some new um, legislation in, in place. So that is that has been going on in the foreground. I've been paying attention to that and just, you know, really feeling encouraged about, you know, happy about that, you know, that we're moving forward as a country in a little bit. Um, still a little saddened by how COVID is still taking over us. We're about to actually approach our one year anniversary of COVID. Um, and, you know, I will tell you, I took the vaccine. I took the first dose um, after a well you know, it was well thought out. And after contemplating and weighing the pros and cons for myself, um, because I am a person who has a pre-existing condition, <laughs> um, I have asthma and I have had COVID before. Um, I, I just don't want to um, leave myself receptive um, to, to possibly getting in again and it being worsened. Um, so I, I made that personal choice and, and that's not only I'm not coming on here to try to convince anybody that is your personal choice. It is um, you have to make that decision for you. I'm just saying that I I took that leap for myself and uh, my arm was sore for like a day or two. But other than that, um, it was pretty it was pretty OK. It was cool. I got to take the second dose um, soon. So I will guys keep you guys updated on that, obviously, because I know a lot of people are saying like hey keep me updated just let me know how you feel and stuff like that so definitely gonna do that but other than that it's been another week of uh, just growing and um taking care of the mental so um, i hope you guys have had a great week thus far i hope that uh everything is is okay and if it's not okay that that it gets better and that you are all right in the situation that you might be in i don't know i feel like somebody need to hear that so just know that you are loved i know i always say at the end of the podcast but just know that you're loved and you're you're appreciated um even when you feel like you're not even when you feel like you're you're alone that you know that you're loved and you're appreciated and if you don't hear from anybody else you hear it here right <laughs> Oh my gosh, I just love you guys so much. Uh, So today I wanted to come on and I didn't really have anything heavy to talk about. I didn't really want to go into a lot of deep stuff. Um, Last week we talked about uh, letting go and um, that was pretty, it was not heavy, but um, it was, it was just, it was just a lot to pour out and um, you know. (laughs) <laughs> so uh yeah I, I kind of wanted to go a little lighter this week not a dump episode per se but just a little bit lighter and you know just exploring things a little bit more um with with our mind uh, a lot of times we do talk about mental things and uh mental 
roadblocks, but we also want to make sure that we're talking about solutions and giving techniques and, um, and skills that help us to combat the, uh, the mental woes that can come during, you know, during our day or come into our life because we want to be proactive with our, um, wait, is that the word? Is it reactive or proactive? I want to say it's proactive. We want to be proactive with our healing and um, ensure that we are doing everything we can to make sure we're okay. Right? So this episode, we're just going to, we're going to look at some skills, um, some self-soothing skills, um, ways for you to kind of uh, be your own cheerleader. I don't want to really say that, but in, in ways in order to... Um, help you to reduce your stress levels and bring your body back to a state of calm. Um, Just because, you know, I know I struggle with this uh, a lot Um, because I have asthma. I realize that a lot of my asthma checks are triggered by hyperventilating. And I hyperventilate when I'm like, you know, when I'm nervous or when I'm concerned or I'm scared and I'm worried. And with that, um, it, it can really affect me. And it, it's, not, it's just not an uncomfortable feeling. So I know with myself, I've had to really um, focus on more of, of, of what's the word, uh, self-soothing techniques. Because, you know, you're not always able to run to your therapist in the moment. Like, you know, you need to have something in place just in case something happens right away. What, what, what things can I do to help bring myself calm in a moment of, of anxiety or a moment when I feel distressed or anything of that nature? So, you know, these, are, these self-soothing skills are, are definitely something that you want to have on hand in, in your healing process and with, um, with anything. It's just like, you know, you have strategies and stuff set in place when you do other things. So why not for your mental health and, and to, to help you um, be able to live, right? Live a more fluent life. So I um, want to talk about that. I want to dive into that. Um, you know, I don't bring anything to y'all that I haven't already tried myself and, you know, done the research. So <laughs> y'all know how this goes. <laughs> so we're going to be diving into that. And I uh, hope y'all ready. You ready? Set. <laughs> Go. Let's get it going. Let's get these self-soothing skills popping. Like I said, it's just a it's a light episode today. And um let's get into it, shall we? All right. Woo! All right. Um wanna go ahead and put some apologies out there early on. If I seem a little distracted or seem like all over the place, I don't know what it is. This is my brain won't settle itself and you know art imitates life well life imitates art i'm trying to lower my levels and really get my brain to simmer down but it's just not doing that today i don't um have to do some self-soothing on myself um but we're gonna get through it so i just wanted to let you guys know in case i sound all over the place or like skittish or Something like that. It's just I'm I'm trying to put my words together and, and the thoughts aren't really forming the way I would like I need them to. So there's that. 
But uh, anyway, we're going to keep moving forward. So, um, speaking of life imitating art, um, I've been talking to you guys and telling you guys that I've been dealing with my own personal things. And um, my anxiety has increased um, in certain aspects. And uh, I've had to really, like, rely on self-soothing. Yeah, I'm a therapist, but here's the thing about my therapist is that I don't want to ever become so dependent on her that I cannot function myself. Here's the reason why. Because this journey that I'm on, um, the healing that I'm taking part on, my mental health is essentially mine. And I have to be able to take the steps, know the skills, techniques, know my triggers, and 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 essentially heal myself. The the therapist is only there as a tool. Um, but at the end of the day, the work, the hard work, the the diligent work has to be done through me. So uh, I was thinking about this, and I was like, you know what? Self soothing is something that we all know. We've all experienced. We all have all done it. Think about a baby uh, or a newborn. When we hear them yelling and screaming, most time you hear somebody say, oh, just leave them alone. They got to learn how to self-soothe themselves. They got to know that they're okay. They got to bring themselves down. You know, I'm not going to go near them. I'm going to let them figure it out on their own. That's self-soothing, you know. I actually, <laughs> let me define what self-soothing is. You guys know I like me a good old definition. All right. So, okay, self-soothing is a way in which we treat ourselves to, to feelings of betterment so that we can move forward and pass any negativity or pain, right? Um, so we learn this as soon as we come into the world. We learn that uh, if, if a baby's just having a fit, if we're just having a fit as a baby, we learn to find ways to calm ourselves down or, 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 or lessen our anxiety, you know, these are things that we are learned. But sometimes, um, as adults, we lose sight of the fact that we can heal ourselves and that we can um, move forward in life uh, without being burdened with so many different things on our shoulders, right? If, if, if that makes sense to you. Uh, so, so why do we often have to um, self-soothe if we want to really get into it? Um, and it's mainly because there are some individual fears or anxieties, right? Um, everybody at every age has done, dealt, with, dealt with some type of anxiety. Um, just because anxiety is... Because anxiety encompasses situations or events that center, which, sorry, create or determine fear, worry, stress, concern, or lack of confidence. So why do we self-soothe? To be able to get self-control, bring confidence back to us, diminish the anxiety, establish a sense of independence, and give comfort. See, that's what I'm talking about. To, to, to find the independence in yourself. You don't want to always to rely on an outside source or something else or someone else in order to feel calm, you know? 
And oftentimes that does happen. Sometimes we put too much of our faith in other individuals and we expect them to be our peace and our calm, but God forbid something happened. We feel like we've gone all haywire because our quote unquote peace is gone. Right. So this is the reason why we self sue to bring our confidence back to tell ourselves, Hey, it's all right. Now, these are some common ways that, you know, what the, what the most common type of self soothing technique, like I said, from childhood is thumb sucking or when a child sucks their, fingers or whatever like that. Um, it's usually done to bring yourself down, to calm down. Like, I'm all right. I will be all right. I, 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 I got to get over this hump, right? Some other things that you didn't know that are probably self-soothing that you didn't even realize uh, is nail biting, foot tapping, leg shaking. For me, it's head scratching or face rubbing. I just start rubbing my face. Um, or start scratching my head. Now, these methods are neither good or bad, um, but they're just noticeable and they're common enough that we do them without realizing that we're trying to self-soothe ourselves, right? So there's, there's that. So I want to double back to, to talking about anxiety and how a lot of the times uh, anxiety is, is, the, is like the the most common thing that we all experience right um and anxiety anxiety is really like an umbrella term for a lot of disorders um that are like basically fear-based there's generalized anxiety disorder panic disorder social anxiety disorder certain phobias ocd ptsd major depressive disorder and persistent depressive disorder so um, which which are all created from a web of fears or stressors that are either genetic uh, from certain brain chemistry, personality or specific life events or traumas. Right. So. Uh, because anxiety is, is at the forefront, uh, self-soothing has to come in and be the the solution for it. It makes sense. I told you guys, I'm trying to put my horse together, so I hope it makes sense. Um, but yeah, it's it's just like, uh, I look at things that happen in my life and I think about how to try to gain control, right? And most oftentimes we have bad habits as humans of trying to gain control by doing reckless things and doing reckless behavior. Um, whether that be drug or alcohol use or abuse, uh, smoking, you know, uh, developing secretive, secret habits, gambling, caffeine, compulsive spending, poor eating habits like overeating, undereating, uh, bad sleeping habits, overworking. We try to find some type of control. Um, we try to combat the fears with trying to get some type of control, Right. So, if you really stop and think, self-soothing is something that is essential. Um, And it's kind of like an emergency break, right? Something goes on, you need to pull on that emergency break to make sure you can come to a comfortable stop. Or that you have that extra security 
that you're going to be all right, right? That's when these techniques and these skills come in. That's when they come in. (laughs) So side note, (laughs) I'm actually having extreme anxiety right now about talking about this. And I'm trying to identify why. But I'm granting myself the permission to slow down and allow myself to think. So that's the pauses if you, if you hear that. I just wanted to let you guys know. Um, which is going to just take me into the technique. So I'm just going to go for it. One, of, one type of self-soothing technique is con- conscious breathing. Okay? Um, it can expel tension so it's not lodged in your body. It can also calm down your brain, calm down, you know, the antsiness that you might be feeling. Like right now myself, I'm kind of shaking a little bit. And I think it's coming from making sure that I get this information out to you guys properly. And oftentimes I have a fear that that if I don't articulate myself correctly, that um, I can feel as if I'm inadequate or I can feel as if I'm not a good orator, which I know I can be and I know I am. It's just the anxiety that, that tells me that I'm not based off experiences speaking in public before. See how that works? Past trauma coming back to Um, shake me a little bit. So conscious breathing is taking a deep, slow breath as many times as you need to, whether that's, you know, you got to do for 20 seconds straight, whatever have you, whatever and however long in order to bring your levels down. So I'm going to kind of like do it now um, (laughs) because like I said, my anxiety is pretty high. So, so the breathing kind of kind of gives me a sense of relief. When, I, when I'm doing the conscious breathing, I'm thinking of inhaling all the good that I know that I have and exhaling all the negativity out. So all the insecurities and the worries and the stress that I have in my brain about not giving you guys this information and not being able to articulate myself correctly leaves. And I inhale, as I'm inhaling, I just think to myself, you've done this before. You've been here before and you've been, you've been successful. It's okay if you stutter. It's all right. You'll be fine. Right? Which kind of leads me into my positive, the second one is just positive self-talk. It's consoling yourself with kindness. 
You cancel out negativity and fear-based voices in your head. Uh, you, 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 you reassure yourself and, and you, 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 give, you, you play as your own cheerleader, right? So you can say to yourself, I'm sorry you're going through this. I'm here for you. I love you. I know this is difficult. This is a difficult time for you. You are not alone. I believe in you. It's okay to feel this way. It makes sense to me. I can understand. You can count on me. So you're turning the mirror to talk on yourself and to encourage yourself that what you're feeling is all right. You're, you're, you're trying to combat the negativity that's in your brain and that's telling you that you're not able to do something or trying to skew your vision of yourself. Positive self-talk has to be one of the things that I struggle with the most. Um, just like we talked about on this self-deprecating um, episode, season two, I think it was season two. I was on with my brother, my oldest brother, and we talked about uh, how we talk badly about ourselves. Yes, yes, that was back in August. Yeah, that was back in August. Uh, it was episode episode 14, season two. Um, it's still something I do struggle with, but I work more and more on Ensuring that I feed positivity into myself, especially in moments where I'm panicking. Um, I, have a, I, I have a tendency to hyperventilate a lot. And uh, when I feel like nervous or I'm scared or uh, I just feel like I can't do something, I start to hyperventilate really high, heavy. Now, if I hyperventilate because I'm an asthmatic, it automatically for me can trigger a, a asthmatic attack. So I have to be very cautious about that and, and really um, bring my levels down. Which, side note, your mental health can affect your physical health just like your physical health can affect your mental health. Just, just remember that. We're going to talk about that one day in an episode, but that's just an FYI nugget right there for you. But um, giving yourself positive affirmations to console yourself your console yourself is soothing your spirits soothing your calm um speaking life into yourself encouraging you um being positive with your words sometimes i have to sit and talk positively positively to myself for for like maybe five to ten minutes straight until I start to believe it. Like I have to drill it in myself in order until I start believing it full full like full heartedly, you know. Um, sorry. Um. <laughs> so yeah, like even now I know that I'm sorry that I'm going through this right now as I'm doing the episode. But I know that I'm not alone. I believe in myself to be able to get through this and that I am knowledgeable on which I'm talking about. I understand the fear 
of not being heard or feeling as if I'm not intelligent because I'm struggling to put my words together. But I know that I can count on myself to get through it. And that I'm great. I'm wonderfully made. And then I can conquer anything that comes towards me. Boom. (laughs) And I believe that because I'm hearing it for myself. It's something different from when you hear positive self-talk coming from yourself. It hits a lot differently. It, It feels a little different because people can say it to you, right? Like somebody can speak life into you and give you positive affirmations about yourself and tell you you're a great person, da, 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 da. But if you don't entirely believe them, then it doesn't help you. You can think, oh, they're just saying that to say that. They're just saying that to be nice, da, 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 da. Like, no, you put that, you putting that into yourself, speaking that over yourself and giving yourself that, that comfort hits a little different. You know, because you know it's genuine. It's coming from you. Uh, And who can you trust more than yourself, right? You should be able to trust yourself because who knows you better than you? Hello? Yeah. Like, who knows you better than you? That's a real question. Think about that for a second. Who knows you better than you? You're the one who wakes up with yourself every day. You're the one who lays down with you every night. You're the one who's left with your own thoughts. So who knows you better than you? Right. Just saying. Um, so another self-soothing technique that I have never heard of, but I'm, I'm kind of liking it is uh, developing a, a witness state. Right. And it's bear with me. <laughs> it's to create a state in which you identify that you're larger than fear or the feeling of fear It's to help you to relax and to offer you a different perspective. Right. So here's an example of that. Um, Well, here's a statement. You know, I I do all my research. Says, when you notice yourself feeling stressed or overwhelmed, tell yourself, I am not this emotion. I can center myself. I can lovingly detach from my state of overwhelm and lovingly witness the feelings I'm experiencing. Realizing that you are larger than that feeling will relax you and then offer you a different perspective. So creating a witness state is telling yourself, I can do this. I can bring myself down. I can center my feelings. I can walk away from this feeling of being overwhelmed or walk away from this feeling of stress. And I can witness these feelings. You being able to see where you're at, to be able to acknowledge what you're feeling, to be able to acknowledge your stressors and and, and your anxiety gives you power, you know, because if you're not self-aware, like I've said plenty of times, you're not self-aware. It can lead you into just a place of ignorance and ignorance is the state of not knowing the the state, a, a place in which you lack knowledge. Right. So with that being said, creating a witness state, right, allows you to see what it is that is troubling you 
witness that feeling and to overcome it, to work through it. You know what I'm saying? So me, I may like, like me even talking to you guys and saying that, Hey, I'm realizing that my anxiety is high. This is the reason why gave me power. It gave me a sense of stability. And a lot of times that's where anxiety comes from. Just in, in, in instability, you know, whatever like that. But um, it's giving me stability and it's giving me a little bit of the confidence I need to, to move forward. And offers me a different perspective of, ah, oh, okay, this, that, and the third. Right? So... Um, moving on to another self-soothing skill, a skill or technique that we are all pretty familiar with um, that I've mentioned before on the podcast um, as a self-care tip um, is music. Um, for me personally, when I feel those moments of anxiety and I, you know, feel my blood pressure rising and my head starting to hurt and my thoughts racing, I immediately go to a, my playlist. I have a playlist set aside for my anxiety. Um, and it's called ambient music, which is really music that doesn't have lyrics to it. It's more of just beats and, you know, it's kind of like electric and funky and it kind of, the vibrations of the songs just really help me to calm down. I also have another anxiety playlist, which has songs that are all of encouragement, like Everything's Gonna Be Alright. PJ Morton's one of my favorite artists that is definitely on there. Um, Don't Let Go from him. Um, I have all different types of genres on that playlist, but they're all dedicated to help me um, soothe and and, and to, to, you know, put positivity in my ears and, and, and to even the songs, they're, they're more soothing beats. It's nothing really boom, boom, nothing heavy bass, nothing, um, really radical. It's very, uh, it's very calm. Um, just type of groovy music <laughs> is what I can best describe it as because those, those type of vibrations from the song, the instruments that are used, um, help me help my body levels to come down. So I, I utilize that very much as, as a, a self-soothing um, um, skill or technique for myself. Another one that is great, which I have used as an athlete, um, and I need to get back into doing it, is visualizing. Um, so this one is really specific, but, you know, visualizing in general. Um, so visualize um, a divine light coming through the crown of your head and darkness flowing out of the bottom of your feet. Um, this is supposed to reduce stress by keeping energy flowing out of your body. Um, so. I mean, that was the definition. I mean, that was the kind of like the technique that was given on psychologytoday.com. But if I want to take it a step step forward, um, when I was a track athlete, I used to have anxiety about race and race anxiety and if I was going to finish and all stuff like that. So before a race, um, I would get down in my blocks. Well, I would walk forward and I would look down the track. And I would visualize myself um, going through my stages of my hundred, right, of the run, like what I'm going to do. 
as I would get down to the ground and get in the blocks, I would look up again and, and, and narrow my eyesight towards the end of the track. And in my head, I would visualize me getting out of the blocks, um, going through my first 10, keeping low, keeping steady, um, not trying to be quick out of the blocks. I would get to 30 meters in my head and see myself coming up uh, with great technique, great form. And then I would see myself finishing through the finish line, past the finish line. So visualizing um, uh, just, uh, just a place of, of calm and, and a place of direction. And, and the reason why I would visualize uh, it before I ran was to kind of ease myself like, hey, you've been here before, relax. This is all you're going to do. You're going to do this and you're going to be fine. Right. Um, So even even sometimes I get anxiety about school and I start to like panic. Sometimes I have to sit there, just close my eyes and visualize a safe place for me, a safe space for me. And in that visualization, I'm seeing the success that I know is coming ahead. You know, I I visualize, Dominique, you're going to get through this. You're going to get through this paper. And with that, you're going to turn it in. And with that, you're going to um, contribute to your grade. You're going to finish this course. You're going to go to the next course and the next course until you graduate. You know, so I kind of try to visualize myself in a safe place in, in the actions that I'm going to take next. That way I can calm my anxiety because I know myself. Um, I have a very um, I, and I've said this last week. I want to probably I said this last week. I have a problem with the unknown. Um, it, it gets me very anxious. It, it makes me very uncomfortable and it can drive me literally insane. So when I feel like I'm out of control, there's that self-control thing again, I panic. So visualizing gives me the sense of control and saying, Hey, this is what you're going to carry out your actions as. Now the, the, the example that psychology today gave was a, is a great thing as well. Um, cause you're just visualizing light coming towards you. And everything negative leaving your feet. That won't really work for me <laughs> um, because I'll just be like, okay, I don't see no light. But um, me visualizing my next steps within, you know, talking myself out of panicking and, and taking my next few steps forward helps me to come down and, and kind of get back in touch with myself. Right. So uh, another technique, number six. Is has to do with placing your hand over your heart. Now, this one is more of a touch, uh, a safe touch action. And this one and the next two pretty much coincide with safe touch actions. Well, the next three. Um, talk, well, focus on your safe touch action, okay? Okay, so your safe touch action um, can trigger to release... Um, a chemical, a natural hormone um, within us, which is called, because you know, I want to make sure I say it right. Oxytocin. Oxytocin, okay? And oxytocin is ha- can provide the body with a natural antidepressant-like feel, right? It can bring your body to the state of calm and trust. So these next few ones will kind of um, coincide with that. A safe touch a safe touch action for yourself. Um, the first one is 
um, placing your hand over your heart. Okay, so your heart is in the mid chest. It's not on your side when you push your allegiance or whatever have you. Your your heart is in the middle of your chest. When touched, it can send blissful biochemicals called endorphins throughout your body. Right. So endorphins are a chemical that relieves stress and pain, gives a natural high, a feeling of euphoria. Um, it's very similar to what um, opioids provides. Um, for you, but it's natural because it's within yourself. Um, so um, the, the, the endorphins kind of give you a good feeling. Uh, so yeah, so <laughs> by placing your hand on your heart, uh, breathing gently and holding that position for like 20 to 30 seconds and thinking of once again, a safe place, or, you know, just, just calming your mind will, will give you that feeling of euphoria. It will um, send out endorphins to your body, which will, will bring you back to a state of calm, bring you to a, a, a safe uh, a place of being feeling okay. You know, this is considered like a feel good um, exercise, you know, placing your hand over your heart and just sitting it there and, and just, you know, feeling um, feeling, feeling where your, where your heart resides. Um, another one is, uh, to hug. You can hug someone or you can hug yourself. Um, but that hug releases those endorphins and the, um, oxytocin. oxytocin to give your body a sense of security and okay. Mind you, earlier um, I had to pause recording for a second. I had to hug myself and, 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 and just really embrace myself and allow myself to, to feel that I'm secure and that I'm okay, right? So another safe touch action um, is to massage your, hold on, vagus nerve. Your vagus nerve. Um, so to massage your vagus nerve, your vagus nerve is centered at the back of your neck, at the base of your skull. Um, it's where your brain stem is. And this also releases oxytocin. Did I say it right? Did I say it right? Hold on. Oxytocin. Oxytocin. So by, by putting your hand there and kind of like pressing on it a little bit, it's kind of like that groove in your neck where your hair like ends. Yeah, it's like a little groove back there. I'm feeling mine right now. And just pressing on that a little bit gently, not like trying to like hurt yourself, but, you know, just rubbing on it and massaging it and, and allowing yourself to, to, to feel and to feel sense of relief um, by, by pressing on it and touching it. You release those good chemicals to yourself. Um, your natural chemicals that can help you um, to find a sense of calm, right? Um, and the final safe touch uh, action that I want to refer to is head rubbing. Um, now, I don't know about you guys. I love head rubbing. Like, I love somebody or myself to just rub my hands through my hair. Like, it is, it is very soothing. It's relaxing. Um, it just, it, I don't know. It's... It does what it's supposed to do. It, it, it brings a sense of calm. Um, so I suggest you do a head rub for like two minutes straight. And it's not just your, your scalp. Because sometimes we forget our head is not just our scalp, right? You go from your scalp, 
your forehead, your nose, your jaws, your ears. When I saw the ears part, I kind of thought of Bad Boys. I think it was Bad Boys 2, where Martin Lawrence was like, woo-sa, woo-sa. And he was rubbing, like, the uh, the back of his earlobes. That is a safe touch action. You're letting yourself know, I'm all right. I will be okay. I am in control of myself, and I can bring my levels down naturally. And it gives you that, that sense of euphoria. Uh, so that's all the safe touch actions, right? That all falls under number six because <laughs> there's only one more like uh, actual um, actual like skill or technique I wanted to talk about. Um, so the last one I think um, is the most important. And mind you, I think all of these skills are great. I have start I've done a lot of them before and some of them are new to me. So I'm going to start trying to see and implementing if it's OK for me. But this last one really um, touches with me a lot more because uh, it's something I need to work on. Um, so the last skill or technique um, for self-soothing is self-compassion. OK, and that's just avoid beating yourself up. Um, your thoughts make the difference. Right. And you have to allow yourself the permission to feel your feelings without being critical on yourself. You're not stupid nor silly nor anything else negative about feeling what you feel. That's all right. It's okay to exist. Um, with those feelings to to have those feelings. What's not okay is when you beat yourself up over it. Um, calling yourself stupid and all things like that. It, it's yes, it's a form of self-deprecation when you're trying to like laugh things off about yourself or or um, when you're putting high pressures on yourself or when you're talking neg- negatively to yourself. All that stuff does not help you to calm down. If anything, it amplifies your feelings. It amplifies your anxiety. And it, it gets you, I call it beefed up in the chest. It gets you revved up and, and not in a positive way because it can lead you to do some self-harming um, things to yourself. And you don't want to do that. And when I say self-harming, I don't mean like anything like, you know, cutting yourself or anything like that. But I mean, it can lead to extremes as far as drinking too much, trying to eat too much, anything that's like negative behavior because it's just trying to mask um, how you feel and not really deal with how you feel. You have to show yourself compassion. You are a human being. Um, you're not a superhero. Um, in the fact of you don't have superpowers, uh, you have to allow yourself to, to, you have to have compassion for yourself. You cannot beat yourself up over the head every time you do not meet the mark. Okay. You have to understand that you have to be kind to you. Compassion is, is, is a simple act that sometimes we don't even practice with one another, you know, let alone with ourselves. You know, I'm guilty of that. Sometimes I'll be like, Dom, I can't believe you did that. Oh, my gosh. Like, oh, how could you ever do that? And I would beat myself into like a hole that just contributes to my depression. You know, it doesn't really help me climb out of anything. It doesn't help me become better. It only allows me. To beat up on myself only allows me to um, wallow in my woes. But if I allow myself to be human, allow myself to make mistakes and understand that everything's not going to be perfect, but it's how I persevere forward, you know, that is good. 
you know, being, okay, Dominique, I didn't, you didn't do this, but you did do this. It goes back to being my own cheerleader and not being critical on myself. You know what I'm saying? Like not, um, not just hurting myself with my words. Um, because that's just not, it's nothing that's needed. Like the word compassion is to recognize the suffering of others and then take action to help me showing compassion to myself um, allows me to help myself. Me saying and recognizing certain things, not me saying me recognizing compassion for myself allows me to help heal myself, allows me to to. Um, It allows me to be motivated to relieve the suffering that I'm having. So it's kind of like I'm having an out about her experience and I'm comforting myself. Being in line with myself so that I can help heal myself. And I know like listening to all these self-soothing techniques and skills or whatever like that sound very similar And they sound like, you're probably like, Dominique, you're saying the same thing over and over again. Hey, if that's how you receive it, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes we can take different steps, you know, um, that sound similar with this, with, with, that sound similar, but they, they hit different nerves or they, 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 they heal different aspects of ourselves. Like, for instance, my positive self-talk can, can, can calm my spirit down and help me to continue. After I'm done um, uh, uh, recording this podcast, I can show myself compassion and be like, okay, you know what, Dominique? It's all good. It's all good. And that allows me to heal and move forward um, from then. I can visualize, you know, like everything. I don't know if it's coming out right, and that's okay. But everything... All these different skills um, are to, you know, are you can try them. It's not to say once you find one skill or technique, that is what it is and you stick to that. No, they all. Yeah, they all do sound pretty similar. So does self-care. A lot of different self-care techniques all sound alike. They all sound similar. But you try different ones to see what fits you. You try different ones. Because this journey is continuous and it's not just going to be like, oh, a set amount of time that I'm going to be on this journey of self-healing or I'm going to be on this journey of self-awareness or I'm going to be on this journey of self-realization or I'm going to be on this journey of this and a third. No, you have the different you have the different types of um, techniques because they all give you different types of feels, you know, quote unquote feels, or they all play into different type of things, or they can all be used in different situations. Like they can all be used in different situations. So you learn to have these things and you learn these techniques because in a sign of distress or in a moment of distress, one of them will pop into your head and you just carry that one out. You know what I'm saying? So they all do sound pretty similar, but they, they all serve a different purpose and they can all be implemented for different things. <laughs>
And definitely I will be doing some after I'm done recording this. So I thank you guys for bearing with me. Uh, and I hope <laughs> I hope you, you got the gist of it. If you got to listen a couple of times, go ahead. Listen a couple of times. Um, I'm probably going to listen a couple of times too and be like, what were you talking about? Um, but I, I really hope that you guys, the, at, the, at the end of the day, the point of it all, I'm saying that stand in the gap for yourself. Do not become reliant on somebody else to help soothe your soul or help find your peace or find your joy. That comes within you. And you have to do the work in order to do that. So these tips and these, these skills, and there's so many more out there, are, are for you to armor yourself for the battle that you face ahead. They're for you to equip yourself for, for when no one else is around. And they're for you to equip yourself so you know how to fight this thing for yourself. Um, because the worst thing we can ever do is become dependent upon somebody else to fight our battles. It's the worst thing we can ever do. Um, we have to learn how to stand in the gap for ourselves. Because like I mentioned before, who's going to stand in the gap for you but you? Who knows you more than you? And that's on real. So... Uh, that's our main topic. Let's try to continue with the rest of our show. No, let us continue with the rest of our show. No, y'all know what time it is. <laughs> it's a self-care tip of the week. We come and talk about Self-care tips that help the money, the oh, the money, the body and the soul, you know, for your mental wellness. Um, so <laughs> this week I thought I should talk about uh, weighted blankets. Now, this is something I've always wanted personally. Um, if you've ever like went to your grandparents' house or like an older relative's house and they had like this super heavy quilt and you like kind of got underneath it. I don't know about you guys, but it just felt like a humongous hug that I needed. And it felt like, you know, I don't know, home. Um, that's kind of what a weighted blanket is. It's a blanket that has a little weight to it. Um, it's, um, it can help with anxiety, you know, autism, insomnia, other conditions like that, ADHD. Um, and it is um, a part of deep pressure stimulation. So deep pressure Stimulation is a type of therapeutic um, strategy or whatever have you that um, helps to relieve pain, lessen anxiety, and improve mood. It can also be associated with such therapy techniques as like massage therapy or sports um, sports. (laughs) support animals, right? Like how they're just there to give you comfort and to... um, Improve your mood, um, just calm your body down, bring your levels down, something that we've been talking about all day. Um, so I've always wanted one just because it looks comfortable. Some of them, you can have them heated. You can get them heated. Um, you can find them anywhere, Walmart, Target, Amazon. They're everywhere. Uh, and it's just like a big, long-lasting hug, like especially if you're somebody who struggles with insomnia or you just have a hard time sleeping, you get up underneath one of them things and you are staying put. You know, it's, um, it's kind of like when you're a baby and you have been swaddled. It's kind of like that. Swaddles you up and keeps you like, you know, gives you that type of warm comfort feeling that, you know, 
can can make you feel better when especially when you're sad or something or dealing with like depression or you know your anxiety is really high um so there are some things you need to know about a weighted blanket before you get it if you choose to get it um they should be five to ten percent your body weight right so you have to be very very specific and, and be careful about what you get because you don't want to get anything that's too heavy and you suffocate like that's not fun um, I mean, I know that's extreme, but it is a possibility if you do not choose the correct um, size. So I went ahead and found like the little stipulations of how to get, not stipulation, but the guide on how to size, what kind of weighted blanket you want to get. So, um, okay. So for adult usage, you probably want to get a medium or large 12 to 30 pound um 12 to 30 pound um, weighted blanket. Now they range from five pounds to 30 pounds. That's the range of weighted blankets in general, five to 30, right? Um, yeah. So yeah, adults should get a medium or large. It should be 12 to 30 pounds. Um, a 20 to 70 pound child should get a small. That's three to eight pounds. Um, if it's a 30 to 130 pound child, they should get a medium, which is five to 15 pounds. Um, older adults should get small or medium, five to eight pounds. Just want to be very careful and make sure that you, you do that right. But it's also something for your comfort. Um, it's not something, it's not necessarily always to go to sleep. Maybe you're on the couch, it's rainy outside and it's triggering you to be a little down. Get up underneath that and just get a nice, you know, warm hug. I'm definitely going to get my, I think, I think I'm going to get myself one for my birthday. I've seen them in Walmart. I've seen them everywhere and I want one so bad. Um, and you know, it's just comfort, especially for those who are living by themselves and, you know, you're you're out here by your by, on your own and you just want to you know feel okay. It's okay, especially during this time, especially with COVID going on. Like everybody just wants to feel okay, and why not choose great coping mechanisms or things that can help you feel okay in a, in a good way rather than stuff that you know will be detrimental to your health right? I'm talking about risk, risky behaviors and stuff like that, right? So um, do a little research on it. Um, don't get discouraged because some of them are pretty expensive. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I see one on Walmart that's like, at Walmart, that's like $50. Uh, pick you pick you up one. Get that big old hug you need. <laughs> I don't, I'm going to get me one. Ah! All right, let's finish with the show. All right, my beautiful people. I want to thank you guys for bearing with me on today's episode um i i, I really want to say I, I i know i know i say that every week and um i i just really want to thank you guys and, and i know i'll do this often and you know i don't make any apologies for that i really want to thank you guys for bearing with me um there this podcast has been such a blessing and has really helped me to heal and helps me to continue to heal. And a lot of times I, I'm my worst enemy and I get so um, deep in my head and forget my power 
and that I am doing something that was called upon me. Um, and it, it's something that I'm supposed to do. So I don't have to be worried about it not being successful or it not um, hitting the marks in, in, in serving its purpose because it goes beyond me. It goes beyond the platform. It goes beyond the notoriety. And it's about reaching those who need to be reached. And I had to be reminded of that um, in a conversation with a friend that I had a couple of days ago that whoever it's supposed to reach is the person or the people that it's supposed to reach. Um, it's not about, um, the, the, the influencer title It's not about being grand. Um, when you're doing what you're called to do and where your purpose lies, that is where your growth comes from. And when you realize that and let it flow, um, and just be patient with it, that's when your success comes. And that's when your success um, runneth over, you know, your cup being full and running over with blessings. So I have to be humble. I humbled my, I humble myself and, and I, I thank God for my tribe who humble me um, ever so often because I do get high anxiety when, when, I, when I do produce the episodes and I do freak out because I wonder if it is, is serving its purpose. But there's always a confirmation of you're doing what you're called to do. And however that is supposed to go, it's supposed to go. So I say all that to say I really do appreciate you guys who continuously listen and who have been listening for over a year now. And... Um, who who show love it, it really means a lot I ask you to continue to show love please um I've said it before I'm a person who needs reassurance um I don't rely on it but I do I do like reassurance so um as always we're always open to hear from you and you know we're a community we're a family um so our email address is mentalmindbiz b-i-z at gmail.com that's mentalmindbiz, B-I-Z, at gmail.com. Um, also, you can follow us on any um, social media platform at underscore mindyobiz. That's B-I-Z-Z, underscore mindyobiz. That's on Facebook, Instagram, and it's on Twitter. Some great content. Check, content. check it out. Um, it's, I, I produce a lot of the produce of a lot of it myself <laughs> so it's tedious work but I make sure that it is hard-hitting and it's for you guys and let me just let me just say guys it doesn't matter if the numbers ever um, reach a certain area or if they stay the same or if the likes don't really get you know if I don't get a lot of likes or anything like that I I really just hope and, and pray constantly that the message that you need is getting to you every chance you turn on um, an episode, that you are feeling filled, that you feel seen, that you uh, feel loved and comforted, um, because a lot of time that's all we need is to feel safe and want to feel safe and want to feel like we are being heard. And I, I, you know, I've told you guys my story plenty of times. 
I know me, that's also that's something I've always dealt with. I wanted to be heard. I want somebody to hear my voice and understand that I am here. I am a human. I am a person and I have struggles and flaws too. But I want to be acknowledged, not the fact that I have to be acknowledged on a big, huge platform, but I want to be acknowledged. I want to be remembered as being here on this planet because my life matters and I'm significant, you know? We're all significant. We all serve a purpose and we all matter. Um, so just want to say that little spew. Um, I wish you nothing but love, peace, and happiness on today. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Friday! <laughs> um, much love to you guys all. Protect your magic. You are black excellence. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. You are a divine human being. Just be you and let it be. <laughs> All right, I love you guys so much. I'll see you next week. We out!